Hi, my name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. This is the second half of our conversation with Marilyn Shuck, the IAUG Board President, and Hardy Myers, the Senior Vice President of Strategy and Business Development at Avaya. If you haven't heard part one yet, take this opportunity to go back one episode so you're all caught up. In this episode, Hardy and Marilyn take a deep dive into the relationship between Avaya and RingCentral and what Avaya customers can expect from this new partnership. Enjoy! Um, okay, so let's see. So, and, and do you want to talk about Ring Central for a couple minutes? I do, yeah, because I think some we had a great meeting about it, and so I think some people are still not knowing exactly, you know, how you are. Yeah, um, yeah, and hearing, I, so yeah. So, give us kind of an overview of that would be great. Um, I yeah, know there are a lot so of people I, and I think uh, you know just a couple of kind of high level comments. Um, you know, it's it's an Avaya branded offer. Um, and it's, it's, it's really the, I think important thing for customers to know is we intend to, or to own the entire customer life cycle, um, on a buy a cloud office and, and, and that, and I, hopefully that'll give cu- customers some clarity on this. Um, it's not just, you know, ring central, uh, with an Avaya, you know, label, um, on it. It's, it's an Avaya offer and, and, you know, meaning, you know, leads will be, uh, um, handled by Avaya sales team, uh, sales will be affected by Avaya, um, support will be by Avaya, onboarding will be by Avaya, et cetera. So the point being is that this is a, you know, this is a really important, uh, I think element of, of, uh, and perhaps misunderstood element of yeah. the offer that, that, that I want to make sure everyone understands. Um, Second, Thank you for saying that because that's exactly what happened at our our chapter meeting the other uh, day. Uh, but that's yeah, yeah. we, we that was the big question, and that was clarified for us. And I think that makes that's a big that's a big statement. Yep. This isn't a via thing. This is from you know, like you said, implementation. Everything is under a via, not you know, yep. central. Yep. Yeah. And um, the other thing I think is really important for our customers to know is that through this process, it's going to help transform a via. And you say, well, what do you mean? Well, can Avaya transform? What do you mean? Yeah, it it can, of course. But what I'm excited about is that because um, we think the opportunity to modernize our base, um, particularly towards the mid-market and the SMB side of the base uh, with this offer, that isn't to say there aren't, you know, cases where um, enterprise customers are going to have a need and have a desire to consume Unified Communications as a Service or the Avaya Cloud Office offer. Um, But... The point being is that, you know, this gets us the ability to deliver technology to um, certain segments of our of our um, customer base and modern enable them to modernize much quicker than we would do through internal development. But the other thing that's, I think, important and, and people may not appreciate is that this enables us as a company to change to the cloud, to move to the cloud, uh, in my opinion, much faster than we might normally do internally. Not because we're not good at executing, but I just think that they the availability offer as quickly as we as partners are planning to deliver, which I think everyone knows and we publicly disclosed is towards the end of calendar Q1, um, mm-hmm. is, is, is going to drive a via, is going to 
enable Avaya to change quicker as a company. And I'm excited about that because everything in the cloud moves much quicker, um, meaning, you know, uh, customers want answers quicker. They want quotes quicker. They want to buy it quicker. They want to deploy it quicker. And and all of that is 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 important for Avaya to develop those capabilities, um, or shall I say, accelerate the development of their capabilities. And I think, um, I not think, I believe that the the uh, the Avaya Cloud Office partnership, uh, the Ring Central partnership, enables us to do that. And I'm really excited about that because I, that'll just make Avaya an even more competitive in the space and enable us to, to accelerate our, our ongoing transition to the cloud, similar to our customers. So, so yeah. I think that's, that's really a powerful, perhaps un, un um, appreciated element of the, of the partnership that, uh, that I, that I think is going to really, it portends well for Avaya going forward. That is good to point out. Cause you know, like you said, people, when they want to go to the cloud, they usually want to go to it yesterday and they right. want everything done. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when you really go, you want to go quickly or there's some initiative that's, you have to go quickly. So. Yep. Um, yep. And it'll so, be, and so it'll, that, it'll be good to see that because, you know, I think sometimes as customers, we, we get bogged down in the uh, Avaya, you know, world where sometimes it takes a little bit longer to do stuff than we yeah. like. So. And, and, and candidly, uh, again, and this was something that I, I was extremely impressed with uh, is our services uh, organization and our channels services organization. And I, mm-hmm. again, I, I, I think I had a perception that was not aligned with reality about not only um, timeliness of proposals, quoting, statements of work, et cetera, but also, frankly, the, deploy, the, 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 the ability to, to get things, you know, deployed and installed. Um, and again, those are all things that Avaya does extremely well, both through its own services delivery uh, organization, our services organization, as well as through our partners. And of course, as you know, as you all know, you know, roughly two thirds of our business globally runs through partners. So it's, um, they're a really important part of our ecosystem. And it's an area that we're putting a lot of focus on in FY20 as an element of, of, of our business, um, or shall I say growing our business, <coughs> excuse me. And, and, and as evidence of that, we just hired a new, um, you know, uh, leader for the channels, uh, John Britton, who had been at my tell for many years. Yeah, I saw that. And, and that just, I think speaks to Jim, Jim's commitment and focus and, and to the channel and, and our partnership with the channel, which is which is continue is very vibrant and continues to to grow. Um, so, as a customer, I want to I want to make a comment about that because I've seen a difference good. in the last year Great. on that. I've seen it. You know, Jim, that was one of Jim's comments that he was you know going to be more customer uh, focused and more partner focused, and I, I am seeing a difference. Um, throughout the partner um, relationship that we have, you know, the local chapters do a lot with the partners and with customers. And, you know, I'm hearing more positive uh, feedback on that. So you guys are doing good. Um, Excellent. You are doing the right thing. Yeah. And I think, I think part of that, um, and, and I think this, this is very similar also to the via cloud office situation in that having real clear defined rules of the road um, ensures uh, success uh, of your channel model. And, um, this goes to the ring to your point about ring. You know, we we've mm-hmm. worked really, really hard with Ring. And by the way, it's a very strong partnership from the CEO level down. So I, I don't. This wasn't just you know. I mean, we're not. We didn't just do a deal and you know we're all riding off back to our offices and you know we're we're this is being worked. You know, literally, you know, seven days a week, uh, joint teams, etc. So there's a lot of focus. And the point of this, what I was trying to make here, is that. You know, there are very defined rules of engagement. So Avaya customers 
you know, don't need to worry that they're going to be getting all this confusing messages from Ring and Avaya. You know, it's we're all working together to make sure that Avaya customers um, mm-hmm. are presented with the Avaya offer. And and then and Ring understands the criticality of that clarity right. and not creating confusion with our customers uh, about which offer and what and how, who and how and all that. So, but again, that also is a channel comment in general, which is you know to have a really robust channel program, which we do. Um, and to and to continue to grow it and strengthen it, you got to be real clear on on the defined you know sort of direct and and channel elements of your business. And I think we're continuing to make great progress in that area uh, with our really strong sales leadership um, and their and their and them working with the channel to to make sure that we're all quote staying in our lanes when it comes to delivering uh, the outcomes that customers expect. So I think there's a lot of on that and, and again john brenton coming on board mm-hmm. is really uh you know that's part of his charter is to is to grow that business and to continue to to scale our, our channel business so which is important yeah so um let me let which me just really make important. a couple yeah. more comments on strategy for a second um you know one of the things that i think is is for customers to understand yeah. is that you know when we look at the world uh, going forward and when when, when when customers think about their future you know it really evolves around these elements of what I would call their solution stack uh, within their business. And, you know, if you want to think about it as ERP and CRM and communications and collaboration and, um, you know, those kind of elements, you know, there are, uh, you know, what Avaya aspires to be is to be the leader in, in that, in that communications element of that stack. And, and so when you start thinking about the future of cloud and you start thinking about those segments, you know, you're really what we're doing is taking our business and evolving our view of, of, of our business from sort of a you know strategic vendor view to a strategic platform view going forward. And, and a platform is is really the terminology in the cloud that, you know, if you talk about Salesforce, it's a platform or, you know, uh, ServiceNow is a platform. And each one of these, quote, platforms is really uh, and, and by the way, there's others in those spaces. So it's not just them. Um, but those are the leaders for that element of of the of the quote platform stack, if you will, cloud platform stack. And clearly, you know, we plan to be, and our and our mm-hmm. strategy simply stated is to be a leader um, for cloud communications, which is one of the platform stacks, so or one of the wedges, if you will, in the platform stack. So that's so that's that's our big focus. And as we think about that, what we need to do, what you know, what we need to do, and and what we're working on with customers is educate them on how that shifts our business from thinking of it as sort of core and cloud to really thinking about it as, as a cloud business going forward. Excuse me for a second. Sorry about that. And, um, and, and that, and that, and that really, you know, takes us into that much more of a defined cloud view of the world. And, and, and again, as I said before, make no mistake about it, your future is very cloudy, uh, whether you want it to be or not. And again, that doesn't mean that you can't continue to, you know, maintain your, your products on-prem for many, many years. Um, but it does mean that, you know, the architecture for those solutions will shift towards a more cloud-centric architecture. Uh, it will, con- you'll be able to consume incremental technologies from the cloud relatively easily. And, uh, and over time, you know, uh-huh. you will uh, evolve and, and you may evolve it to a private cloud, um, even within your own data center. You may evolve it to a private cloud in an Avaya data center or a Avaya partner data center. Or you may just go all in on a public cloud, um, you know, consumption model where, you know, you're literally your entire stack is being consumed from a public cloud uh, data center, meaning like Microsoft Azure or, you know, AWS. 
ask or, or, or Google. Mm-hmm. So, so, and I, and again, I think that that clarity of that for customers um, really is, is a, is a self driven model, meaning, you know, each customer has its own unique compliance, confidentiality, security, uh, view of the world, mm-hmm. privacy, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. And though all of those decisions are very customer specific and it's, it's imperative in my opinion. And I think, um, in Avaya's opinion that to define cloud leadership is to be able to address all of those different customer requirements in a really well articulated way. And so that's what we really strive to do. Right. Not going to the customer and say, Hey, here's the cloud uh, deployment for you and you're going to do it our way. You have to really do it customer specific. I think that's really good. Yeah. And I, and I think that, um, I think, first of all, I think customers will appreciate that. Uh, More importantly, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. again, you know, size is important in this conversation. The bigger you get, the more complex all those variables are. And it's incumbent, in my opinion, for leadership to be able to really articulate a well, uh, you know, sort of plan, a a plan, a well-articulated plan to enable customers to address those issues as they move towards the cloud, quote, as defined. So that's, um, that, I think that's yeah. really important. And I think, you know, our, the feedback from customers on Avaya's um, strategy around cloud and its view of, you know, its evolution towards cloud, I think it's being very well received. So. Yeah. And just you know, not to, you know, be a advertisement right now, but this, this is um, something that customers uh, going and partners going to Avaya Engage will get a lot of information on this. This is, that's a great time to um, be talking about this with you right now. And then for them to make a decision if they want to go in the first week of February and have, you know, there's so much content. Um, Your Avaya is going to be there with all their experts and stuff. So I think the learning curve, it, it, this kind of reminds me of the days of SIP. Oh, yeah. Remember that years ago when we were all, what, what? You know, it's like now the cloud is that one thing that, you know, we all know we're going to have to go to, but how are we going to be going to it and what does it really mean? And so I'm, I'm looking forward to um, lots of conversations about it. We're, we're seeing it at the chapter level. Um, so I think it's a good uh, time for us to be, you know, discussing this. And I always appreciate your view on, technology in general. I mean, you've done a couple really good presentations about the world as it evolves. And um, I think you're in a good spot too, to be um, taking us into the next, uh, as we go into the next decade, I guess, yeah. <laughs> to go into 2020. Yeah. And, and one, another thing I'll just, um, you know, I think so, so around leadership, uh, you know, this concept of enterprise leadership and enterprise cloud leadership, um, you know, I think one of the important messages that I want, I would want um, our customers and, and I, I members to hear is, you know, we recognize that we need to continue to articulate our vision even more uh, concisely and precisely is probably a good way to say it. And we mm-hmm. and, and that's important for the brand uh, because uh, we want to continue to reinforce the, the, the brand, uh, you know, at the, at the highest levels of it as being really a leader in communications and creating that demand, if you will, organically, where not only our existing customers, but new customers, uh, new prospects would, would want to hear the Avaya story and the Avaya view 
on the future of cloud communications. And I think that's really- Yeah, it's interesting that you bring this up. Remember, you and I had this conversation in New York about Avaya is, is so strong and such a great, you know, innovative company, but they're just not, their their story kind of gets lost sometimes. So I'm I'm glad to hear that, you know, and seeing some stuff that's going to be going on and engaged that you guys are really embracing that. And you're yeah. really going to start talking about, you know, who you are and- and, and how great you are. You yeah, know? And, and I think what you'll also see this year, and again, because the thought leaders, the analysts, the influencers are so important, um, as you know, to not only mm-hmm. you and your bosses and the CEOs of your companies understanding the importance of, you know, trends in communications and trends in technology, um, but we need to we need to work even more closely hand in hand with them. And, and so as an example of that, we're, we've actually, because we view influencers as such a critical part of our transforming the Avaya uh, brand, if you will, or re or find the mm-hmm. Avaya brand and story, we're actually, we've, I, I yeah. think you know this, but we've, we've actually pulled the analyst event out of Engage and we're going to do our own dedicated analyst event uh, in April of this year, uh, recognizing the criticality of the analysts and the influencers, if you will, um, to, to this yeah. go forward strategy. So um, that's really important uh, for everybody to know. And then I think one other comment I want to make, and this is, I think, really powerful is, you know, we had a point of view or we have a point of view that the world's evolving towards this concept of blended communications. And um, actually, I just recently heard Gartner using this term as well. So uh, we had coined it, actually, Jim had coined it internally um, at a strategic uh, planning session we had in December. And it, it evolved from a, com- a conversation which said, you know, look, today we view the, the world as sort of siloed. We've got UC, CC, communication mm-hmm. platform as a service. And even, I mean, you know, even the analysts sort of report on them in those silos, you know, and the dollars are in each one and all that. Uh, but our view of the future, and I think everyone, if they thought about it, would agree with this, is that you're really seeing a blending of those capabilities. And so as an example, you know, contact center capabilities are starting to move into the enterprise where, you know, for back office workflows and things like that. And, and, you know, you may want to add some, some incremental communication services to an existing either UC or CC deployment via a CPaaS, via, you know, which is Twilio. That's how Twilio, frankly, became Twilio as an example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. the point being is that what you're seeing is, is those silos starting to break down and those three stream traditional kind of siloed streams of communications technology starting to blend together in a new and exciting way. And that's exact. So not only is that a lie, is that, is that how some of the key major influencers view the world evolving? It's how we view the world evolving. And in fact, we're really well aligned with, with that. And it, and, and we, in some ways, I think we were kind of ahead of it because we saw this and have been talking about it internally for quite a while. And, and now you're starting to see the, the analysts, you know, talk about the concept of, you know, customer experience, employee experience, multi-experience, meaning blending of experiences and how, how important that is going forward. So I'm really excited from a market innovation standpoint that we're um, not only we're committed to really engaging at, at a deep level um, with these analysts and influencers who have a you know, tremendous impact, in my opinion, of the perception of I in the market. But we, we ourselves right. are very com- committed to this concept of, of market in, or of innovation going forward. So, 
And how do you, 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 you coined it blended communication? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, I think mm-hmm. over time that'll evolve to sort of an experiment, yeah. you know, sort of concept, but, 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 mm-hmm. but from our perspective, it's this, it's this idea. And in fact, to give you another glimmer of this, you know, we announced um, again at Jitex this year, this, this, uh, this one space product, which hasn't been commercially available globally yet. But the point is, is it, it is exactly what I just said, which is taking some of the best elements of our contact center solution and applying it to, um, you know, traditional knowledge workers in the enterprise. And how, how can they take advantage of some of these really powerful uh, agent enabling technologies we have in our contact centers to enable knowledge workers to take, you know, have sort of similar capabilities. So single pane of glass, lots of different information, things like that. And, um, you know, those are really, really powerful uh, concepts that I think all enterprises are looking for ways, obviously, to improve uh, or communication enable their workflows. Um, mm-hmm. And and that could be either a sort of cu- like sort of a, you know, individual employee specific thrust, or it could be, frankly, a business process thrust, which would be like adding, say, you know, a very simple example, what you do with your bank now, whenever you, um, you know, log on, they may send you an authentication to make sure it's you. Um, those are those are communication enabling processes. Now, whether that's a customer facing or a consumer facing process or it's internally, those are the kind of things we're seeing customers really looking to do to improve their processes, whether it's a security requirement or it's just a efficiency requirement. And I'll give you a really good example, which you'll get immediately. I mean, just remember the first time you had one of the major delivery firms, you know, they started that you could get text on where your package was. I mean, that was like transformative. And so Mm -hmm. that is a a a really good example of communication enabling a business process. And, you know, there's just more and more of that happening. And as you take our core communications platform and you start to enable customers to add that kind of capability to it, that's this blending that I'm talking about. Nice. Really so is that what you're most excited about going forward in, in the new year or what's your most, uh, um, what are you I most excited about? For me, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I think that, uh, I, I, well, I think of it as sort of uh, shifting to growth. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's you know, via, and, and that's really what, you know, the charter um, that, that, you know, that that's really, if you're doing your job, I mean, uh, from a strategy standpoint, and I'm not saying that I did this, there's been a huge amount of work by uh, just thousands of, of ions working over the last couple of years to really position the business for growth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, th- even publicly this year, we're projecting slightly uh, negative to flat um, and then, you know, growth, uh, uh, aggregate growth going out beyond that long term. And so the point mm-hmm. being is that we are transitioning to growth as a business. And what I'm most excited about is the all the hard work from all the people at Avaya to get us to this point. And then the combination of the output of that and our partnerships, which is delivering this really robust set of solutions going forward, cloud-centric, okay, uh, mm-hmm. of course. And, and what, it, what it, we're really saying is, is that, you know, exiting FY20, we will have uh, a, a, a set of next generation solutions that's aligned to address all the high growth market segments in the market. And what that means very simply is from, say, two or three years ago, where Avaya was really a, a, a virtually a prem centric, premise centric company yeah. that only addressed, say, 10 billion of market opportunity to fast forward to 2021, where we're, you know, 80 percent of our spend is on cloud centric 
um, <clears throat> technology, and we have uh, cloud bait or cloud platforms or cloud solutions that address a sixty-five billion dollar market opportunity. Now that gets me really excited. I bet. So, so <laughs> well, and it should that sounds good. Safety. It should for yeah, everyone, yeah. all of us. Yeah. You know, all of us that I have mean, the product and want to move forward and. Full. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's nearly a tenfold increase in our addressable market over, over a span of uh, 36 months. And that's, I mean, and that look, like I said, I just came, I just got here. So I, I don't, I can't take any credit for any of that. Um, that was, that's the work of thousands and thousands of Avaya employees over the last, uh, you know, two years. And, and of course, through this year. And, and then it's also really, I think this, uh, the, as we talked about this execution on, on these partnerships and, and then mm -hmm. of course scaling and growing the partnership. So, yeah, so that's very exciting. And then I think there was one other thing I wanted to highlight for you is <clears throat> we talked about base modernization, our plans around, you know, um, with a via cloud office. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, the other thing <clears throat> I think is important is, is around services. And, and this is not not meant just for Avaya, but it's also uh, really a, a customer specific, excuse me, channel specific comment as well. Which is that, you know, as, as you talked about, you know, people want this, want their, you know, their new thing faster, <laughs> if you will, um, that, you know, we as a company um, with a service delivery uh, organization and then our channel partners both have to continue to evolve our service delivery to match those evolving requirements. And um, this is, a, and, and a good example of this is customer success or as we refer to it by a client success, which, you know, takes a, a view of a customer relationship from a um, kind of a annual, quarterly, semi-annual kind of engagement to the view is it's a continuous conversation with a customer. And, and for anybody who's adopted, you know, one of the, you know, more common cloud, not in communications, but a cloud technology, uh, whether it's, you know, Office 365 or, you know, some Adobe or mm -hmm. whatever, you know, you, you find out is that, you know, at Salesforce, frankly, you know, th that there is a continuous touch of that organization uh, with the customers. And I'm most excited about that because I think we have this tremendous customer base, very loyal, uh, almost fanatical in, 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 at times. And I don't mean that negatively, yeah. I mean positively. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what they're lacking is that, is that you know, that kind of continuous repetitive reinforcement of, of not only, you know, uh, the Avaya capabilities, but also knowledge relative to where the world's heading, et cetera. And I think for Avaya, that, that being able to do that for customers, I think will not only, like, as I said, sort of in, in, increase the customer loyalty, but I think it will also drive incremental business. Because I think if you knew about some of our innovations sooner um, you might be more inclined to buy them because <laughs> you would understand the and and we obviously need to tell you what the value is. But the point being is that the sooner you know, the the quicker you can appreciate the value or understand the value, the more likely you are to buy. And I think uh, and buy sooner. And, and and by the way, loyal customers and the customers you know will buy technology. We'll buy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so we've done a, you know, a study at IAUG that, you know, actually IAUG mem members buy more Avaya than, than others. So that, yeah, I, that does not, everyone should be a, everyone should be a IAUG exactly. member. Well, that's, and that's <laughs> as we've talked about that. And that's cool. a way for you guys to get your, your information out to us very quickly. That's right. So, so I'm, I, we're committed to um, not only internally, because by the way, it's the same focal point on the inside as it is on the outside, mm -hmm. which is the more often we, we communicate with our employees, the more often we communicate with our customers, the more that's a continuous cycle of communication, the more powerful 
uh, or all of the things that we're doing, uh, we can get create even more leverage. And, and I think that's a really important message for, the, for our customers. I totally agree. And I, and I see Avaya going in that direction more and more all the time, yep. um, which is is exciting to see, you know, especially for me, you know, like you say, one of the, if you're a loyal customer and you're really um, very uh, happy with the Avaya product and you want it to be thriving and stuff, it, it, this is, this is the things that you, you want to hear, you know, and see, and, you know, I see it out there. Um, especially cause you know, we deal with a lot of your customers through IAUG and um, all across the country, all across the world. And I do see a, a, a definite, um, move forward. Even um, internally with us at IAUG, we're, we're dealing with um, this new uh, benefit that we've put out, which is the uh, feature request tracker or future re- um, re- request tracker. It's very hard to say, but I can say it. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're working together with all your product managers and everything and having a great, great response of, you know, customers putting in things that, you know, either used to work, not work, um, something that they'd like to see happen. And we're working together to either say yay or nay, um, which is great because a lot of times that's that's communication. That's, that again is, that's is, is, is that's us as customers communicating directly with um, Avaya and Avaya telling us, yes, we really like that idea or, you know, the reason that that is going away is because of this. And then the customer can go, okay, I understand, you know. I, I put in my request and I understand the meaning behind it. Um, so that's a partnership with you guys is, is, is really important. And we see that, uh, you know, it wasn't always there, Hardy, honestly, and to see it now and thriving and growing um, between us and, and you is, is just like, I've always said, we're better together. Um, and it, it, it really is happening. I see it happening. So I, that's as a right. member yeah. and as an Avaya customer, I appreciate it. So, yep, and we feel the yep. same way. So, so we're 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 committed to that. Um, I can tell you, Jim is all about communication, mm-hmm. and um, the more we, and so you'll continue to see our focus um, and all about partnerships. And um, you know, we're as you know the the slogan for FY twenty, and this is probably a great way to to wrap this up. Um, is all about uh, being mm-hmm. all in, and so we're all in our customers. We're all in on our partnerships. Uh, we're all in on our employees, and we're all in on uh, on on AAUG. Yeah, so. I have to tell you, I'm I'm really happy that you're with Avaya because I I always like um, working with you, and so I'm really excited that that you're there now, and and that I get to work with you more. Um, I'm I I they made a good decision um, hiring you, so. Um, yeah, and you. I know okay. you're excited That's about being there and, uh, and, um, there's so yeah. many great things happening, uh, you know, to go to think about the new year and the new decade and stuff is, is exciting for, for all of us. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think FY20 is going to be a pivotal year for too. Avaya and, and I'm really excited about that and looking forward to doing this next year and talking about all the great things we've yep. done together. Yeah. So. Well, I want to thank you. Um, for spending Welcome. time with us today. I know you're busy. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. And we'll see everyone at Avaya Engage in like a month. Yeah. And I was just speaking for the entire uh, employee, employees of all the employees of Avaya. I just want to thank uh, not only the members of IAUG, but uh, all Avaya customers for their business. And we look forward to a great FY20 uh, working together and 2020 calendar. So thank you.
Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Don't forget, Avaya Engage is in less than a month, so time is running out to register and hear for more speakers like Hardy and Marilyn. We'll be back next week with a new episode featuring James Taylor, Avaya's Senior Director of System Integrator Solutions. This is going to be a conversation you won't want to miss, so be sure to tune in. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals. Each episode is written, organized, and hosted by me, Caitlin Malinowski, and produced and edited by Katie Norton.